0: Good morning Australia and good evening America. Welcome back to Radio Tony, A Conversation with Kez. This is the show for authors, by authors and about authors, where we talk about your writing journey and what inspired you to write your book. Now, just a reminder, if you're listening live on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, Payo is waiting online to send you all the connections and respond to your comments from the show today. Failing that, all the information will be on radiotony.com. And a reminder... That you can catch up on any shows that you missed on binge tv networks usa and on the tony tv channel app is on all lg roku and samsung smart tvs the worldwide and launching soon hero go tv also across the us will have tony tv content for you to catch up on um, This show is co-hosted by the gorgeous Kez Wickham St. George, who is the driver of her own creativity and her passion to inspire and nurture others to tell their stories. Her values are simple. When you touch a heart, you can change a life. And by encouraging you to write... Or journal. Her belief is that you will add value to your life and the lives of others. As I said, Kez is a number one international best selling author, and it is my absolute privilege to have her as my co host on this show. She is also an author's mentor and an artist. You can see some of her work work behind you uh, in her background. She also co-hosts on Inspire Radio, Rockingham in Western Australia and we have a gorgeous guest today, the beautiful Carrie Schuster, the author of How to Get Your Partner to Listen to You. Carrie is a transformational and holistic coach. Isn't that a beautiful cover for a book? Sorry, I digress. Her heart's desire is to provide a sanctuary for you to come and breathe, encouraging you to take time to recognize your own magnificence and learn how to live it. So Carrie was raised in a Christian home with beautiful, loving, nurturing and supportive parents and two beautiful younger sisters. And she was incredibly grateful that this was her upbringing. After leaving school, Curry pursued a life as a custom designer, dressmaker for individuals and began her own small business, which still runs today and which has been running for over 35 years. Carrie married her first husband when she was 23 years old, and had a certain perspective about life, and that was that the woman um, was uh, role was to be married, have kids, and the husband was to be the head of the home. I can identify with that because that was a similar upbringing mm-hmm. for me. Carrie's distorted perspective, which she thought was normal, I did too. Set her up to allow her husband to rule over her, to give in to things that she did not sit right with her, and to submit to trying for children, even though she had no desire for them. It was not an equal partnership. As their life unfolded together and no children happened, their careers drew them apart. Their goals no longer aligned, and after 14 years, they decided to part amicably. After the separation, Carrie moved back to South Australia where her parents lived and was taken under the arm of a Christian group, which she was involved with for some 14 years and which she broke away from after the teachings started to make her feel uncomfortable. Carrie then met and married her best friend and soulmate, Rodney. He came with two handsome sons who... um, wonderful and have provided Carrie and her husband with eight grandchildren. And uh, she started at that time to try and understand the programming of the mind and why people do what they do. A woman after my own heart. This led study led Carrie to be qualified in NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming and Matrix uh, and as a matrix therapies practitioner, life coach and counselor, a school mentor for children and a strong advocate and support for people taking responsibility for their own lives and choices. Um, and it's with absolute pleasure that I welcome Carrie to the show today and because I've talked so much, I'm going to hand over to the gorgeous kids. Welcome Carrie. Good morning yes. <laughs> thank, so,
1: thank you so much.
0: Good morning, Carrie. so
1: welcome. Good morning, kids. Thank you, Tony. How me. are you? You look Very wonderful good. today. Thank you. So Useable. do you. Colour. It's all about colour, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yes. So I've got black on today, but I've got bright red lipstick. How's that? <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, look, I'm really interested in what you teach. And that's, I know what
1: TLP is, but what is the matrix? So matrix therapy is a form of timeline therapy uh, where we go back into the past just in a very safe and um, meditative state and go back and speak with the either the past self, whether it's the younger you or um you know whoever it's been in the past, and you speak with them and gain resources to move forward that are qualities that are strengthening and then you come back into this moment as a fully integrated self through the, mm-hmm. the process and then you move forward with these these um, resources and qualities in place. Uh, it's very empowering. It's it's actually quite a very quick process. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Is it a form and, of As uh, uh, Kind of, yes. Yeah. Um. Yes, it. Um, yes, <laughs> it is it kind of like best. that. Um, it's a different thing again. I mean, you know, yeah, equally as amazing, and for the the clearing and for letting go of emotional baggage and blockages.
0: It works. I think everybody I know to come and see mind. you. <laughs> and it's powerful. St- Why I'm so passionate about what Carrie does is because I've used all NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, and the Matrix Therapies to help in my own healing. And I know that when I got to a point and nothing else was working, it was those therapies that helped the most because they work Um, with the subconscious in a way that is really very gentle and very empowering. And um, I know many, many people have had, Wonderful results from those Mm. therapies in terms of their healing and moving them forward. Sorry. Um, Back to you, Kez. Thank you. That's all right.
2: No, no, I agree. Um, I had hypnotherapy many, many years ago to get over a form of grief because I spent a year just sort of wandering around the house and the doctor put me on antidepressants. Nobody knew what was wrong. My mum had died and um, I didn't know how to handle it. And Mm. I was was only a young mum of 30. With four children and again same position a husband ruled the house and so yeah hypnotherapy certainly opened my eyes and and made me grow as a person and made me see that I wasn't the only one that was hurting and that's when I got into so a little bit of counselling myself got trained as a motivationalist in New Zealand so I think any of that any of that therapy that can deal with the subconscious is absolutely amazing
1: it really is yes mm. and and helpful and it works it works yeah it
2: is so it does you have a manual i've got it in front of me i i can't find the book sorry but the manual is with me um really welcome your relationship journal workshop i've got that one here oh yes yep yep mm. and i've been flicking through
1: it having a look i love the way what you've done with it and this comes with your book doesn't it Well, it comes when you work with me because I work with you through it, yes. Okay.
2: So what inspired you to write the manual as
1: well as the book? Um, For that process because um, it's important to actually have something, not just a book. Sometimes it's nice to have a book like this, but if you've got a working in progress type manual like a journal that you write in, your writing can actually do, it does something inside of you as mm. well as you're reading it. And you, you may never go back to it, but quite often as you're working through the process, you go, aha, I see. Mm. If you yeah. don't write it down quite just a bit like with what you're talking about, if you write in your journals, you know, yeah. you can, that it's it's powerful what it can do mm. for you. And so essentially that manual was for Working with couples, I do it also with the, the one-on-one clients I do as well, but with working with couples, the two, two of them can actually look at what each other's doing or they can share it in their own time. It's, it's, it's really special and I've found it very strengthening and empowering and something to go back to, you know, if they have another hiccup mm-hmm. along the way. Uh, okay. It's something they've, they've got somewhere to go back to and they've written mm-hmm. in it. Not something that I've written or
2: worked. Okay. So. Mm. Right, and so can anyone be coached to listen? That's the the biggest thing in my world is being an author and being yeah. a mentor. I have to listen. Yes, people have forgotten to listen. They they, totally they, they listen to reply. They don't actually yeah. listen. Exactly.
1: How do you find it? Totally, uh, I agree. Uh, listening, I think, is probably one of the biggest messages. I think we need to reinforce again in the world because mm. we've gotten very distracted. There is a lot of takeaway going on and, you know, these things are just in front of us all the time and mm. we're not actually focusing on this. In this moment I'm talking to Kez. In this moment mm. I'm talking to my husband. In this mm. moment I'm talking to my children. We don't put these down often enough. We're no. so it's so consuming, and and our heads are filled with knowledge and energies and just stuff going on all the time. How mm. can we've got no space to listen? And uh, I think one of the things that I've noticed is about timing to to be able to sh- you know listen for the timing within yourself when you're able to talk with somebody mm. uh, because. That's very, very important. But also then not to have an agenda mm. when you're wanting to listen to them because if you, oh, well, they're going to say that or, or they're going to react that way or, mm. or those sort of things, that agenda can block anything and take mm. their free will away or their free choice away to respond mm. if they've evolved a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, an
2: interesting point there is that... Um, one of my family has suddenly, well, over the years, is now totally deaf. And to have him listen to when you talk, you have to literally gain his attention and talk straight to his space. Yes. Otherwise, he yes. there's, no, there's no sound for him, and he has to watch your expressions. And I just find that um, when it first happened, I thought, what's going on? And yes. then I learned the process of... Actually, stopping and listen before I spoke, listening and watching, and I would call the word listening to his body language and his facial expressions,
1: and that all comes in with the part of listening, doesn't it? It totally does. Very, very important. And sometimes if you see, you know, colour or uh, uh, it drain away from their face or if they sort of start looking somewhere else, you you know Mm. you've lost them already. Like you've got to get... You know, if you're going to talk, then you've got to keep them captivated for that moment, but also when you're going to listen, also being able to really give all of yourself to them in that moment. Like, I'm here for you. I want to hear what you say. Even if the kids are running everywhere, it doesn't matter. It's <laughs> about you and me in this moment.
2: Mm, I
1: agree. Mm. Yeah, so when I watch I... the face
2: change and it looks elsewhere, I know I've lost, I've lost it completely. <laughs> It's <laughs> done. Let's start again.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Curry is part of uh, understanding and watching body language, part and parcel of listening, like really listening to people. It really and is if you notice a shift in, in in you know body language is there a tactic to bring their attention back to what you're talking about
1: yes um i like to pull them up in that might as soon as i see it i like to say so could you just tell me what's going on in there right now like what what are you thinking at this second or what mm-hmm. i noticed i noticed this you know a change what what did that just let's explore that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that kind of be cool. that's a bit of a coaching type way of doing it, but I often use that yeah. just when I'm talking normally as well, just because mm-hmm. I, you can see, you know, I want to know what's mm-hmm. going on in my husband's brain right in that second when he just took <laughs> off. <laughs>
2: I think we all have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> hmm. so oh, yeah. with the um with the body language you know it's it's just not watching the the face it's watching well I, well this is what I was taught in my motivate when I was becoming a motivator um, in yes. my the private school I was teaching it it's the whole body it's the shoulders oh. it's the jawline it's exactly the, um you know you can get you can get the slump. You know when they slump in their chair, like you are know, just rabbiting on them. I've got no use for these words. <laughs> you know, so you know, I used to when I had my my senior students in front of me. Um, I was literally a radar, just watching their whole body react. Yes, and I just found it truly amazing. And I still do actually. When I'm mentoring someone, and I've got them on Zoom, and I watch their attention flicker, and they and literally they've got they've got one of these in front of them. Um, yes. Or they're watching, I'm watching something else on the screen while they're Zooming with me. And yes. I, I find myself getting really annoyed because they're not paying full attention to it. So why spend all that money on having me mentor them? Mm. You know, and I just, mm. how do you feel about that?
1: Exactly. Um, it's, it's irritating probably because I know that listening is love. It's my message to the world. I know I've been given it. I, yeah. Yeah, I feel very honoured to have been given it, and it fully resonates in me because to, to love somebody, to love ourselves first, but also to love somebody, you actually listen to them. And mm. it does mean taking in what that means and looks like, body language, you know, timing, timing. Um, how the tone of your voice, you know, how Mm. you're going to interact with them, how you're going to listen to them with your eyes, Um, all of these aspects, all the different aspects of listening are so important. As we move forward, you know, this world is in a bit of, is in a lot of chaos and uh, we're going to need to listen to each other moving forward. Like there is no other way that we're going to be able to sort this crap out. (laughs) We're not going yeah, to be yeah. able to do this without listening to each other, not just each other, yeah. but our earth and our animals and our treat Like, seriously, we, we've got so much to share and to hear from each other so that we can move forward in harmony to heal the earth mm-hmm. and to heal each other. We need to listen to each other. Passionate, sorry. <laughs> but that's how I feel. <laughs> like, it
2: seems <it's> so strong. <laughs> Well, it's nice to see someone that's really passionate. Most of our interviewees are very passionate about their work. But when it comes to dealing with the human mind, it's very, very special because you're dealing with the, the subconscious, which literally right. is like a soldier walking up and down saying, you can't go in here.
1: Exactly.
2: So, yeah. So <laughs> it's it's very serious. It's serious work what you're doing, but it's yes. also so necessary. Mm. You know, and yeah, I often say to my clients, have you heard me? And they go, oh, yeah, yeah. but I know they haven't.
1: <laughs> no, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So in that instance, I've been saying to my clients, so tell me what you heard. Tell me what you're, you've just received just now. Mm-hmm. Explain to me mm-hmm. what you've received. And then if we're able to correct it or go, yep, you've got it, that's awesome, let's move on.
2: Oh, fabulous, Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've Teenage. noticed that with children. Sorry, I've just noticed that with children, <laughs> okay. especially teenagers, when you're talking oh, to yeah. <laughs> teenagers, bless them, to actually ask them to repeat back to you what you've just spoken, if you're in that conversation, just to hear what they say. It's amazing how that, they'll instantly come out of it, even though you know they've been drawing or they're, they're doing whatever they're doing. It's amazing how much they do take in, and I do find that's probably with the young minds they can Mm. you know in this generation seems to be that they can but you know we need to teach them as the wise women to be able to come in and to to be able to do it with more than just yep yep oh that 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 you know i heard you say that yeah and and then move on and they're still on their phone or whatever they're doing Mm. we need to still bring in a, a a wider perspective for them to understand that there's more mm. to this and that, mm. that we've all got something to share. We're all learning from each other and, um, you know, I'm learning for you, from you as a teenager and you're learning from me as an older mm-hmm. So, mm. But we're all young women
0: anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Take, Take your ready, word for it. <laughs> Carrie, you describe listening as an art form, the art of listening. What are the key components in the art of listening?
1: So, uh, in my book, I wrote some keys that were. Can you uh, very hold good. that
0: lovely book up again, please, Carrie?
1: I can. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, it's beautiful. It's just beautiful.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I'm so happy. With, I'm so actually very much in love with it. And um, you know, it's it's all pretty all the way through. It's got pretty pictures. Beautiful. Oh, look at that! It's my sort of book. You know, I've um, yeah. It's just got lots of affirmations and yeah. things. There's even a workbook at the end at the back. Um, and so with with the keys of timing, yes, of setting mm-hmm. your intention to listen is one of the aspects as well because, say, for instance, they're coming home from work, um, whichever mm-hmm. partner coming home from work and yes. there's a fever going on out there, they need that time to come back in and settle before they launch into this yes. next phase of their life. And so when you're... When you give them that space, then in yourself, you're setting an intention to listen to them when they're ready to come to you. When you set that intention, it's almost like the there's an there's an energy that sets is set there then where they they'll speak and then they'll want to know what you've done. They'll want to mm. hear from yeah. you. So it when we're aware, when if we're going to even bother reading something like this, we're actually in the awareness process position in our being which means we're going to want to do some of the things that we can do to assist our Mm -hmm. relationships and so timing is of the essence then setting your intention to listen then to have pure eye contact focusing on the eyes um the other part of it is um, knowing their love language. So they I don't know if you've heard of love languages. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Well, yes. It was
1: one of my favourite. Sorry.
0: Mm. It yeah, was one it's... of my favourite books, one of the first, like, self-development books I ever read. Yes. Back when it was too. released. Mm. It's a beautiful book.
1: And mm. it really even though potentially we have all of them in some form, there's some stronger drivers within those languages that mm. if you hone in on them and you feed like, like a bank balance, just keep depositing into mm. those particular ones, it's actually going to be super helpful in how they respond. And I mm-hmm. know, for instance, like I wrote, wrote in the book uh, about my husband, Rodney, he's a visual learner. So, I needed to write, uh, like, draw mm-hmm. a picture for him to recognize what I was actually saying. And so, going, oh, I want this, I want that, and explaining. He wasn't getting it until I drew a picture. He was just going, Oh, yeah. Yeah, that looks awesome. Let's do that. So, that, that, <laughs> that took a while. It took, you know, it was like, Why oh, didn't I get it? Uh, it took a while <laughs> for me to go through that process to realize, oh, OK, he's a visual learner, firstly, but his love language is actually like quality time to sit and you know talk it out with him and help him to understand all the while you know the uh, the the serving like serve, acts of service is another aspect to the five languages and you know mm-hmm. I've done made sure all the tea was done I've, <laughs> I've you know got a cup of tea you know we we've I've set up set my intention I've set up the moment so that we can actually have this conversation because I've just realized I've got to draw a picture for him. So I need he's full of right now. And so it's so awesome to be able to learn these things just, you know, on your journey. Just learn your things on the way and and be okay about learning them, not going, oh, should have worked that out. You know, none of that. Just okay, I got it. Thank you. Now I know how to talk with you, I don't know how you're gonna to listen to me, so that's perfect.
0: Harry, Sorry. do yeah. you think that lots of men are visual, like just I'm just thinking about my way? own I husband. Think so, yes, and mm. he actually I remember him actually drawing a pyramid of um I won't mention his name on air, but his needs, and so he had this little pyramid on the fridge that said um uh, food and and shelter down here. And then he actually, you know, went through what was most important to him, and um, I'm, that's just I'm like, gee, maybe I should do that for him. So he did that for me in explaining yeah. that concept. I'm thinking, oh my god, I think I should be using my fridge. <laughs> to do the visuals more exactly. often, exactly. <laughs> Totally. I use whiteboard markers on the fridge all the time. So anything that's important, because we're always going to the fridge, I've got whiteboard markers in the drawer next to the fridge, and I just that's where I put the things that I've got to remember. You know, order gas, pay electricity. You know, the boring things. But I'm just thinking, hmm, diagram on the fridge that would work.
1: Exactly. And you know, sorry, another key with that is that you'll Definitely. find that the people who actually are looking for that interaction will do it the way they want it. So he drew yes. the picture. That means, look, yes. see, this is how I want you to do it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sometimes, yes. It, you know, yes. things are so obvious to us but not obvious to us, we don't actually realise that's an answer. We've been looking for the
0: answer. Yeah. There it right yeah. is. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Mm, yeah, that's absolutely. Beautiful. That's that's awesome, Carrie. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. That's <laughs> awesome. Fantastic stuff. Kasey, <laughs> you've got the next question, my darling.
2: Well, I was just going to to say that, to Carrie that um, my mother um, was was uh, she believed in the rote and the rote way of life, which was everything in order, everything numbered. And when my father would arrive home from, for, from work, um, we weren't allowed to disturb him. He had his dinner first on his own. We all had our dinner. Our Sunday was family dinner, but when Dad would come home from work quite late, us children would be in the lounge doing homework and Dad would have his dinner on his own. And when he'd taken a breath he could stop and listen to us as children yes. and I've, I've always remembered that and try to bring it into my own life as well you know awesome. I, I, I'm an empty nester now because my kids are well my baby's in her 40s but it's like um, I've taught them something at least that they let they let the, the peace sit there the men come home and it's, it's not our leadership thing it's nothing it's just giving them that moment to collect so my daughter comes home and she will actually, one of them will be cooking because they both work shift. One of them will be cooking and they give that person a hot drink and they go into the lounge, have the drink, and it's time to regain um, a home life, I guess, because once we leave the home, we become other people. We become a teacher, a a librarian, a driver, whatever. Or if we work from home, we go into an office and we, you know, I become a mentor and a writer and yes. to come into my office, my husband actually knocks for entrance because he knows I'm always busy. So yes. when I leave the room, I know that it's, ti- it's, it's our time together yes. when I leave that room. So yes. yeah, just uh, watching the old as the wise woman, watching them mm-hmm. um, has really taught me some lessons, actually.
1: No doubt about it. Yep. It works at mm-hmm. the time. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It does.
2: Just taking that time out.
1: It really yeah. does. And, you know, I remember hearing a, a story from years and years ago about a woman like a family she had nine kids and the husband mm. of her work and and the kids were all sort of un, you know the yeah the school age but in they weren't very um they were bit they were very poor so but so it's all happening obviously with an little house so her method was to she had this favorite scarf so she had this scarf and she said, now, every time I go into that corner, I put this scarf on my face. You don't come near me. When I'm ready, I will lift up that scarf. But in, in in until I do, you need to go and play on your own, do your own thing. You're not to disturb me. This is my time. Wow. And she taught them. And I know that would have been an amazing lesson for those children mm. growing up what to do because so often we think, I haven't got time. But it only has to be a couple of minutes in your sanctuary to just mm. breathe. That's all oh. you need to do is just breathe. Just for a minute, a couple of breaths. And you can just come back into ground, mm. just come back into your into love, into source, into being. And then mm. from there, you've actually you can feel this strengthening and encouraging energy that starts rising up from within you to move. All of a sudden you feel like moving. You're not mm-hmm. making yourself. You feel like moving. So then you mm-hmm. move. Yeah. And then you're ready to do it do whatever you've got to do next. And I just love that about that lady. Just, you know, that's what she needed. Yeah. You- <laughs> yeah. I'm glad How she brave. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So when you've... Um- When you've actually, when you've listened to your clients and you see the change, do you notify them? Do you say,
1: there's a change happening, this is what's going on, I see it, do you recognise it? Does that come into it as well? Do you ask them to recognise it? Totally, Um, before and after sessions as well, like did you notice anything, like if I've got a reoccurring one happening, you know, um, have you noticed any change since the last time we spoke? And then at the end of the session, what have you noticed from this? I'll get them to feed back to me what they've learnt or what was a revelation in that moment, you know, for this session. Those things I'm always looking for because I know as soon as I've said out their mouth, it's done. Job's Mm. done. I'm just so grateful because, you know, love has done what it's meant to do because they heard it. Yeah.
2: So I find that the world's always evolving. So one minute... um, you know, like with this pandemic going on, uh, again, we're going to have to evolve into a different sort of listening. I find most people are asking for help, um, and but they don't say it. No. So they ask for it in different ways. They and, do. And um, they're asking for relief. Um, they and are. they ask for it in different And there's so many types of relief they're asking for, and it's a personal thing. So Everybody. I find that yeah, it is. It's, I just find that... Um, it's, I really have to listen to what they're saying to find out what they want to do. So yes. I mentor in the art, I mentor in the, as, as a writer, but I try and combine the both. Yes. And yes. that's when they have to listen, really listen because I can only do it on Zoom. Yes. So when I'm, yes. when, when I'm coaching someone in Melbourne, they really, I really have to make sure that my words are concise with what I want them to think. What how the actions I want them to take. Is yes. that what you find?
1: Yes, definitely. And yes, like the simple thing even as well is on the phone, like there's so many different mm. ways you can contact people, whether it's text or mm. messenger or WhatsApp or email. Like us yesterday. Yeah. Just trying to find <laughs> which one is actually gonna work and which one's yeah. actually to connect and they're gonna pick it up and see it. Um, yeah. That's almost been probably one of the most challenging things I've found is to, until you actually find it, because sometimes they go, oh, you know, you just text me, but they never respond. You go, okay, but that's what they said. So obviously it's got to be a different thing. Mm. Um, And so to find that out, then you're on, then it's fine. It's all good after that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It's the same thing even, you know, in person and uh, whether it's by Zoom or whatever, it is Mm. about hearing what they're, wanting to say, but also getting them to write down exactly what you're saying and writing it in the way they need to, so they know. Yeah. So mm. they can see it for themselves in their own writing. That often helps mm. as well. So that's what I found anyway.
2: This is really fascinating. It really is it just fascinates me the way the way we do evolve as people and the new questions we're now asking. The kids t- teenagers aren't as naive as what we were I would no, say that's that. Not. So, exactly some of the questions that they, they ask when I'm mentoring the young ones, I think you were too young to be asking questions like that. I learned that when <laughs> I was in my forties. What are you asking yes. me that for? And, <laughs> and it, it will, will be to do with work. But, that's um right. you know, I mentor two children in writing and the the adultness, is I don't know if that's a word, but the adultness just makes me sit still and think, my goodness, I know what you've that. had to learn um, yeah. And you've had to grow up with this. And it's, it's nothing nasty or, or no. untoward towards them. It's um, this is the way they're learning these days.
1: It and is. it's I have to listen. It's a whole new way. It really is. And mm. they do have a way more information at their fingertips than mm. what we did as well. So, of course, they're going to evolve probably a lot quicker than we did and mm. uh, feed it feed okay. back.
2: Mm. mm. I still I still like that naivety. I like the innocence. And totally. I don't find that a lot. No, I
1: don't I, find
2: that a lot anymore.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Mr. It's, Googles too handy. It varies. very
0: is. <laughs> very handy. <laughs> yeah. I um I want to backtrack just a little bit. Um back to that concept of growing up in that Christian environment because for a lot of us in that in our age group, that's kind of typical of our upbringing, that Christian home where the man was the head of the home, where uh, women didn't have a lot of rights. And um, I, it fascinated me that our journeys were so similar in that, you know, Principally, we thought we got married, we had kids, and we did that at a young age. So, uh, I too was was quite young when um, I got married and, and had kids and all the rest of it. Yes. And it took a long time to reprogram my brain oh. to think that I, as a woman, were the was the driver of my own destiny. Yes. That I had a right to make my own decisions, that yes. I was an independent person, and that I didn't need a man. And that's, I'm, I'm not being derogatory to mm. men. Uh, mm. I do believe that men in this current world and climate have a pretty darn difficult time because mm. I actually believe that the amount of women and the amount of feminine energy that is rising across the planet is intended to heal. Humanity yeah. and it bring right. back the balance. Yeah. Absolutely. It's towards masculinity, but my question is, um, and for the listeners to dig into your your personal journey, that that's quite a mind shift and a and a change in thinking and a deprogramming, if you will. Yes, those Christian perspectives that don't assist women. To be empowered as a woman? Did you find that too? Like I find even now that there's things that come up in my my mind and I go, actually, that's not true. Mm. Actually, you can make your own decisions, you Mm. can do this, and that's not disempowering men. That's not that's just about living life as a woman. So did you find that, Carrie? Yes, totally.
1: Um, and like you, I still get those things popping up and going. Hmm. And the yes. thing that I've probably noticed the most is uh, we actually need masculine and feminine to be equal yes, to do we that. Do. I agree. There's been, a, there's been a real push masculine energy, and now we're sort of a bit saturated in it. So now we've got to push back a little bit more so that we can find that beautiful harmony so that we're balance, all balanced yes. and so you know I'm grateful for those men like like my beautiful Rodney who uh he seems to have a really good balance of both and so yes. the, the support is there and there's a lot of men out there that are like that so thankfully yes. they're able to be there to support us as we rise mm-hmm. to be who we who we are then the other thing I've realized as well with that is that even even if they may be a little uh, perturbed about us being a bit strong as women, yes. they actually love it. They love it when we know what we're doing. <laughs> they love it when we can make decisions. They love it when we've got a bit of leadership. No, no, we're not doing that. Oh, okay, you know. <laughs> <laughs> over our stand, you know, it's all good. <laughs> and so some of those aspects, you know, sometimes we don't speak up which was part yes. of my upbringing as well in that not Correct. speaking up. And when we don't speak up, then they, they just do their thing because they're going, oh, well, she's mm-hmm. not going to say anything. I might as well just do this thing. Um, and, yeah. that, you know, that can lead on to many areas in your life which can completely disempower mm-hmm. you and, and take away your, your identity as a person, as a woman, um, mm-hmm. and your role yeah. that you have to share in this world. And that's the thing that I've noticed, um, being able to speak speak confidently because of the inner work that I've done and the healing that I've done for myself. I'm now Absolutely. listening to who I am and, like you just said before, uh, no, that's not the truth. So that's not the truth for me. It's not Correct. resonating yeah, inside. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of conflict going on inside, so no, I'm going to let that go. And I'm going to move forward with that that brings me joy, brings me peace. Yes, exactly. And uh, so, when it comes to the like the men and and any teachings that you're hearing, like the Christian the Christian teaching, there is room for all of it here. There is a balanced reason why it's here yeah. in the earth. Yes. However, it has gone a little bit overboard in Over towards the, the patriarchal. And masculine mm. energy area
0: absolutely and,
1: absolutely. and particularly but like when i uh, this christian group that i was amongst they were, ended up being a christian cult uh which they didn't start off that way yeah. it ended up that way and so that's mm. however my next book and um <laughs> <laughs> See, and
0: awesome. um,
1: yeah so with that one um because you're already sort of vulnerable So then you're not speaking up, so then it's very easy for the power to just Mm. keep taking over. But the Mm. Bible, particular Bible that we were all encouraged to have and use was written by a person who was very patriarchal and totally against um, remarriage and said that, you know, basically not God's will to be remarried. So that's why I wrote that in the book that the belief systems were not working with me and I was battling. I worked with her for 10 years. Rodney and I were purely platonic for 10 years by ourselves, just loving each other and thought if this is the way it is for the rest of our lives because God doesn't like remarriage, then so be it, we'll do this. But I was getting so confused and torn and almost to a basket case where I was nearly ready for our local asylum because I just could not get it together and realised it was because... I was not living my truth. I was hearing it, but all the other stuff was conflicting Mm -hmm. and I needed Mm. to just let all that go and then Mm. come back in and hear what I was meant to hear for me. Mm. And and Rodney kept saying it to me, kept saying, no, that's not, no, that's not true. Yeah, no, that's not Mm. true. I'm going, really? No. No, you know, because I believe in the good in everyone. Mm.
0: Yeah. It just got out of way. It's tough. Some, yeah. It's yeah. tough to carry those some of those fundamental Christian beliefs. They're tough when you've been raised in that environment, they're tough to uh tackle and take on. They really they're are. tough to get those scripts out of your your brain. And and one of the other ones. Um, was around listening to your intuition and your gut Mm, and um, listening to it in a wholehearted way versus comparing it to, say, what the Bible says. And I'm not meaning to disparage the Bible, but Mm. women have strong intuition. We are gifted with it, we are born with it, and we need to listen to it. And, and that's the whole concept of our show is about that listening so not just listening to others but listening to yourself and exactly. listening to that quiet intuitive voice um, within you which is often stronger in women but it's also present in men isn't it carrie
1: it it, it totally is and rodney hears it but he hears it in a different way it's it, it might come through as a vision or a dream or this yeah. You know, I remember when we had to leave the cult and I just said to him, yes. at what point do we know today's the day, we're out of here? And he, and this was at six, we used to ring at six o'clock every morning before we went to work just to set ourselves up for the day. Yeah. And he goes, yeah. today's the day. And he had this fire, this anger, is like, holy cow, I would not want to be wow. on the other side of that right now. And he's going, <laughs> right, set up the appointment, we're sorting this today. Okay, we're doing this. <laughs> he got it. Yeah. I had not felt, I could not, I, I didn't feel any of that. I just had the question, mm. at what point mm. do we know? And he had mm. the fire, the emotion that just went, okay, we're good to go. Let's do this.
0: So, wow. yeah, yeah. It was amazing. Mm. I
1: think well, if was um, the... the start was that, sorry, just, sorry,
0: Kez, was that, was that the start of better? For you and Rodney? Was that the start oh, totally. of okay. It
1: was it was the start of the direction we were meant to be going. Meant to and and, yeah. and the truth of who we are and the truth of our journey and why we had been placed yeah. together. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Kez, go on. That's all right. I
2: I was brought up in a very religious family and um, again dad rolled the roof. Um or the roost. Mm. But I now, as an older person, a, a wiser woman, I, I was given a book called The Red Tent.
1: I don't oh. know if you ever read it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes.
2: amazing—the story of Ruth. Yes, what a strong, and she followed the Bible to the to the absolute rule. Well, she yes. followed the Testaments to the absolute rule, but she was wise enough as a woman to listen to and to develop her own unique way. Of becoming the matriarch in the red tent, and that's yes, where they called it the red tent mm. because that's where all women went once a month. And but they found that once they went there, life was so different. They had a like seven days of complete freedom of bathing, talking, eating, doing their own amazing. thing.
1: Yeah, wouldn't it?
2: And so, so I honestly think, you know, if you join a church, that book should be a freebie. It should be given to you as well. Exactly. Along with the with the holy scriptures. Look, there's the other there's the other version. There's the patriarch and the matriarch. Because yeah. We've got to face it. We we have to live together. Yeah, we do. In this world. Mm-hmm. We do. And yeah. we need more and more to listen to each other. I mean, it's it I just feel sorry for some of the the politicians that the public yes. drags their wives into it nobody's listening to their story no, nobody's actually no. listening and then you've got to you know as you do and you teach you you read the body and you think that's the very unhappy situation there you know yes. and I think as you get older you learn to do these things but it's training the eye and the air
1: yes absolutely and you mm-hmm. know one couple that just have always, I've just really loved is Michelle and Abaco, like Obama, like Michelle Obama. Oh, yes. Um, yes. I love how they yes. love each other in the limelight and everything, but she's just been this strong woman and she's not been, he's not pushed, he's this complete honour, mm-hmm. yep. blessing and honour and love emanating from the both of them towards yep. each other yes. and what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And i just... Bless them, they're just such beautiful people, and I know there's many across, but they're, they're the ones that just came up to send. Just how mm. it, it's just it's inspiring that you we can live Absolutely. together we're meant to we were created to seriously, we were meant to live together, we were meant to work together, we are meant to love together and heal together and heal everyone else mm-hmm. together, everything else, you know take care of everything. Mm. So yeah. you know the principles yeah, of yeah. the Bible of the word tells you. Those principles are still all true. It's just been along the way. So, Dude. which happened with great other, other people's words inserted, exactly. Yeah. And it's been like, you know, like a ghostwriter. <laughs> yeah, and you know when you can't, when it comes to intuition and guidance,
2: yeah,
1: it is yeah. about always coming back to that breathing moment in all humility and complete surrender. Yes, like, I agree. This is mm. this is what I want to share. And I want to do this with all the love and compassion that I have for myself, for love, for humanity, for every living being. Um, show me what to do. Show me what to say. Mm. Just move through me freely. And just surrendering ourselves. Um, mm. if, we, if every person on the earth actually did that right now even, wow, mm. who knows what would transform. It would be amazing. Yes.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So Carry Carrie, on... we're both gonna ask you the same question, I
1: think. Yeah. Oh, you go kiss.
2: <laughs> okay. You go, if I had the opportunity to talk to a younger Carrie, what would she say about all of this? Would she be
1: still naive or would she be on her road? She would be on her road by now. She would have been in the sense because she'd have realized that she was allowed to speak. Mm. Uh However, you know, all our learnings, you know, yeah. all the hindsight and everything, all our learnings, I am who I am because of the things that I've been through, mm. um, the bullying all through my lifetime, you know, school and all that and then, you know, mm. getting into a cold, mm. whatever, all the things um, have made me to to know who I am now but you know when you think about it if i knew this at 13 that one of the 13 year olds i'm mentoring at the moment the stuff i'm teaching her now i could hear from the moment we begin our conversation to the end of that conversation in one session how much confidence she's gained and the things that yeah. she's fed back to me and i'm thinking mm. oh if only i had that's the, the mm. is clear um, non-judgmental balanced feminine masculine Mm-hmm. Sharing oh, yeah. and and mentorship. If I'd had mm-hmm. that then, I well, who knows, where I'd be right now. But I'm so <laughs> grateful in front of you and alongside of you, you two beautiful, amazing, strong women, because I know that we are here for this time, this moment in time. We've got things to do, we've got things to say, here, people to speak with, and that the the different people across the earth will resonate with each, with each one of our voices and mm-hmm. each one of our messages. And I'm grateful Absolutely. that we can collaborate together and move forward and heal this earth, heal each other and heal this earth.
0: Mm. I think we start with Carrie, ourselves. I just, mm, I was, we, we start with ourselves. The other thing I was going to say, Carrie, in that important work that you do around the art of listening and encouraging people to listen is that part of that encompasses listening to people's stories and we see across the planet at the moment more people children women having the courage to talk um to uh, about things that have happened to them so we see in australia the abuse scandals the sexual assault scandals part of your your work I absolutely believe in teaching people to listen is about Um, listening to tough stories, uh, validating what that person is saying in that moment. This happened to me. It's about listening without judgment. It's about listening and making sure they are heard, making sure their story is heard. And Um, that will change the world. No more can we have a world going forward where we don't listen when a child speaks up, where we don't listen when a woman speaks up. It's no longer about not listening or blaming or victim Um, blaming or whatever else we do. We need to start listening and, Kari, mm-hmm. I'm so delighted that this is going to be your legacy in your teaching, coaching and mentoring on people how to listen because mm-hmm. not only do individuals need to listen but higher level across all levels of government. Yes, When someone different. comes to you with a story, you need to listen from an open heart and an open mm-hmm. perspective and then do what needs to be done but the first point of course is listening isn't it it
1: really is and when you listen you can actually embrace all the dark all the hard embrace
0: physically when we're allowed
1: to um, but embrace in yourself the all of that pain embracing it not trying to resist it not trying to get rid of it not trying to clear it Yes, embracing yes. it because it gave you a lesson. Mm-hmm. It gave you a message. It gave you a teaching and a learning to move forward and to be the best version of who you are. And we need it all. Yeah. We weren't created necessarily Absolutely. to have to learn it this way, but this is how we do it. So this is what we do. Moving forward. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah, oh, lovely ladies, We are just about out of time. Um, Kez, thank you once again for co-hosting. Um a conversation with Kez. Carrie, thank you so much for listeners today. Don't forget to jump on. Um, Carrie, can you quickly tell us where's the best place that they can find your book? Um, for those who are listening whilst driving, the um information will be on the website and attached to any of these um shows on the platform. But Carrie, where's the best place to connect with you number one and buy okay. the book number two?
1: Okay, so my uh, website is www.listeningislove.com.au. So you can find me and my book there. My book will be launched by the end of the month, so it's not actually quite available until the end of the month. Um, but, but it and will as well be. Barnes and Noble, Booktopia, you'll be able to buy on all those yes. those spaces, and of course from my website, listeningislove.com.
0: Fantastic.
1: Thank you so much, both of you. I'm so grateful. (laughs) Thank you so much. It's been a real blessing. It's been
2: wonderful hosting you. It really has.
1: Thank you so much.
2: Yeah.
0: Thank you for your time this morning at such short notice, Um, Carrie, (laughs) because it's beautiful to have you on the show again today. Um, Listeners, we will be back next week with another Conversation with Kez, our show for authors across the world. Carrie Schuster, wonderful to have you on the show. Thank you so much.